0: welcome back everyone we are recording a second po- podcast in a couple days here um i have anna bediones on aka eight of the bed did i get that right close close it's-
1: Ninety-nine percent, you're good.
0: Yeah, everyone butchers my name and calls me Dijon, so like I'm very sensitive to getting people's pronunciation right. So I'll I'll have to work on that. Um, <laughs> thanks for thanks for joining me today. I wanted to kind of have a discussion around sneaker culture, um, but without us uh, deviating into a, a washed old man complaining session <laughs> with with myself and you. Um, so I wanted I want to take a spin on that. But I want to start with kind of last year where you wrote an article for us um, about kind of women in sneakers, and that was a follow-up to what felt like forever ago the last time you wrote about it. How do you think things have, I know COVID has really complicated stuff, but how do you feel sneaker culture has adapted to women in sneakers? Has that improved since you wrote about last year and last couple of years, or do you think we're kind of still in the same place?
1: Yeah, I think we're still kind of there yeah Um, it hasn't really I think the community is definitely growing yep and one shift that I've seen and it's not necessarily on the brand side but I'm seeing that a lot more women are I would say like dictating the direction of Mm -hmm. trends and fashion in the space like kind of without really knowing it yeah because if you look at For example, Hidden NY, like the mood board pages, Yeah, yeah. they just posted like linens, I think it was today or the other day. And I was like, that's a women's shoe. And I know that it's any day now that's just going to skyrocket. And when I got those in 2017, they were kind of just nothing to people.
0: No, and a lot of people are chasing now the women's colorways.
1: I know. So it's funny because women are always complaining that um, we don't want women's colorways. We want men. We want like inclusive sizes I'm like well the women's colorways are great like yeah let's take those two we don't need one or the other
0: yeah i guess it's just finding that that balance i think what people have been talking about is just make shoes for everyone and give us sizes from 4 to to 16 and just release them for everyone and i think the biggest thing that i found frustrating around the women's drops is like they're way more limited and they make these cool colorways and, and really nice sneakers but they're like, Oh, well, there's not as many female sneakerheads. It's like, are you just, you just think all the men are going to ignore the fact that you have a black toe Jordan one patent coming out in two, in, in two months. Like, no, the guys are good. <laughs> the guys are going to chase this. We're the, we're the worst part sometimes about how how much we want some of these colorways.
1: Absolutely. And a lot of women don't know how to buy them. So for that's a problem, right? Where like men are kind of taking over the things that are being designed for us. And it's very, very uh, competitive. Mm-hmm. And in addition to women kind of forget, it, everyone kind of forgetting about the women's colorways, Yeah, it's also very hard for us to get it. There's no, I don't know if like we need more lessons in it and maybe Soul Savvy can kind yeah. of, you know, help navigate that. Yeah, Or if there's like, you know, if brands need to create another way for women to purchase sneakers on their own.
0: And, and I think- I definitely want Soul Savvy to be a part of that. I'm, we're always having those discussions and turning, like, how do we cater to more female sneakerheads and how do we give them a place? Like we have, I mean, we're obviously mostly male dominated from the membership perspective, but like we have a community with a hundred women in it who have a private channel and they're, they're so organized and they have a spreadsheet with their Instagram handles and their sizes and like they what? are really, yeah, they're really taking care of each other. Um, it's in, in in the American community of ours.
1: Oh, okay. Um, Cause I'm in the, I'm in one of the ladies chats, but it's kind of quiet.
0: Yeah. There's only like, so
1: I, I just reply to whatever anyone posts. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. We're, we're working on the Canadian um, female side of, of growth as in soul savvy, but like that's kind of part of it is it's really hard to buy sneakers nowadays and having those, those resources you need to get them is, is a challenge, but especially, and and here I am going to start complaining these fucking resellers, man, like they're, they're <laughs> buying the GS pairs because there's the least amount of stock and the smaller sizes or the women's collabs because they want to flip it. Right. And and that's a, a, a big problem for that demographic is just like I can't get shit because someone's trying to flip it. And that's a lot of sneakers. But I really feel like it's. Especially focused on seeing GS Jordan one mids in gray and white for three hundred dollars US on StockX. Like that's it's insanity to me.
1: I know it's insane. It's a lot of stuff that I would never have even paid attention to. And yeah. three years ago it was probably on clearance at the outlet store. Yeah. But there are a lot of women who are like in the influencer and blogger space, not necessarily sneakers, mm. who are taking interest in sneakers and have the ability to buy at that price. So that's why like, because yeah. I think really blew up in the, on the women's side. There's a yeah. lot of like bloggers who wear that yeah, and uh, yeah. And like kind of everything else in that realm.
0: Yeah, no, that's fair. That's definitely fair to say. And I think it's awesome to see sneakers, sneaker culture as a whole is growing. It's just becoming very competitive and, you know, people are, are, maybe quote unquote buying into it might not be sneakerheads, but I also feel like women are less likely to chase the hype um than than some of the guys are within the community. And I think it's just because you you like what you like and and have always felt that way and, and have went for the shoes because there was, you know, the typical I don't want a pink sneaker um look, right? You've always steered towards anything at all. But it's still challenging and and frustrating as as as, as everything is. So it's like, how do the brands improve that? Right? Is there more production? More, do they have more female designers? I, I don't know what's going on internally anywhere, but I would love some transparency into that. Personally, it would be cool to see.
1: Yeah, I I had met a bunch of um, female designers, but they all mm. work in non-energy type categories. So mm. like football, and they're super talented. But they didn't, you know, they don't get to do that. And then the collaborations as well. Like, there's so much opportunity to open yeah. that up to other women um, of influence. You know, Virgil doesn't need to be the person designing sneakers for us. Not to, that's not to say he's not awesome, because no. like before was a perfect shoe, yep. but that would have been perfect without the quotation mark air on the side.
0: Yes, I 100% agree.
1: <laughs> that would have been great as a GR.
0: Yeah. And also, like, why the hell was it so limited? Like, what an amazing women's shoe, which then Nike was like, nah, no one can have this at all. Yeah. I, if you guys can't see where we're both just shaking our heads at each other right now in silence. <laughs> I,
1: I don't have the answer because if there were too many, it we also have another problem on our hands, right? Mm. Of people thinking it's not cool enough. Yeah. However, you know what? Now that I say this and now that I, after having said what I just said about mochas, that is an example of a shoe that had high quantities and did not lose its cool factor.
0: No, it didn't at all. Well, it wasn't too high, but don't listen to the, yeah, the Instagram rumor mill. They're always wrong.
1: <laughs> I don't know. I just feel like in another age, and I'm sure there are a lot of people who thought this, it was probably like a poor man's Travis to some people. <laughs>
0: yeah, Yeah, definitely.
1: But I actually like those better than the Travis. I like them a lot better.
0: Yeah, I'm a little...
1: It uh, might be an unpopular opinion.
0: <laughs> no, no, no. I agree with you because I'm a little... I'm kind of scorned by the, the hype beast effect of like Travis Scott's or this thing that basically anyone with money, if they really wanted to buy it, they could buy and say, hey, I'm a sneakerhead. And I feel like I've seen that with that shoe and Off-White Chicago's. And like I'd I like both of them, don't get me wrong, but there's something about... I feel like the people are buying their way into the culture with these hype releases that kind of just has turned me off a little bit. So when you said it, I'm like, you know what? The mochas are a classic Jordan one with interesting color blocking and it's nice and clean. And yes, it's still hype and everyone still wants it, but it's just, it's cool. It's I don't know, I'm, I'm like anti-hype beasting myself into this picture of like, I don't want all the crazy shit even though you're probably looking at my wall behind me and going, yeah, this guy's full of crap. <laughs> <laughs>
1: It's it's um, a I don't know we're both I mean I'm I'm the same right like I yeah. like the hype stuff too. No, I do too. Yeah. 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 You, you can It's like I hate it because it's hype, but I really like it because it's actually good.
0: Yeah, and that's the that's the thing about the 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 hype releases, the collabs is like someone people have come together to create something unique, and it's super interesting and compelling, and that's why we go for it more more times often than not. Yes, you could chase Travis Scott or. Or Virgil or whatever, but I think overall all the collabs have been really awesome. I agree. So to keep to to keep us on a, on a, I want to have a positive conversation about sneaker culture. What is what is your favorite thing about sneakers right now? What's the thing where it's like, man, I'm 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 happy to buy this shoe or have this experience or be a part of something.
1: This isn't a new thing, but I'm almost always happy. I'm actually yeah ninety nine percent happy to see retros come back because it gives an opportunity for myself and anyone new to purchase a sneaker that probably you know was just a missed opportunity in mm. the past. So like the the grinches were an opportunity for me yeah. and i I liked Kobe's at the time too mm-hmm. I just I didn't get them and yeah. then any Jordan that I miss out on, well, I don't lose sleep over it because I know in a couple of years I'll see them again. I'm starting to notice a lot more young girls kind of I think on my radar because I have friends with daughters Mm. um, who are taking interest in sneakers as well and it's really nice to see because you know a few years ago that wasn't really that interesting to 13 year olds and 12 year olds but today you know I'm seeing a lot more of those I'm seeing them on Instagram I'm seeing like my cousins starting to take interest and it's really nice to see the community growing and it, it's, it's so pure at that age.
0: Yeah, 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 definitely. Um, as long as they don't end up being micro resellers by the time they're 15, which is a battle of its own.
1: Oh my God. Well, okay, so I have a friend who's uh, who told me that his daughter just started liking Jordans. Yeah. And so he was like, oh, if you're selling anything, let me know, she's your size, whatever. And he works yes. in sneakers, so he knows, but he works for a competitor brand. Yeah, yeah. no comment. And uh, <laughs> He was like, "Yeah, her wish list is like Royals, Shadows, and whatever." So I was like, "Okay, here she can have my Royals. I have two pairs. Like, wow, just nice." The thought of like a thirteen-year-old girl who genuinely likes it, has no idea, isn't gonna do anything, like she's gonna wear them yeah. or probably cherish them. Yeah, that was like so inspiring to me because yeah. I know what that feels like to be a teenage girl who like sneakers doesn't know how to get them can't get them
0: yeah you're you're starting her on her path of like her sneaker story she'll always be able to say yeah i got my first pair of jordan 1 royals from anna right and that's
1: (laughs) she doesn't even know me she
0: doesn't even know she doesn't (laughs) even know where the kids so dad's just like hey honey i hooked you up
1: but um i used (laughs) to work with well i know both her parents so i like she was like i met her parents before she was born so i like Mm. We've just never like met. Interesting. <laughs> or, uh, oh, so she's uh, like a she. She yeah. got the
0: plug, but she doesn't know where where it came from at all.
1: <laughs> well, it just makes me happy to know that someone will really appreciate it. For sure, my cousins don't care about like my cousins don't care about that stuff. They'll take whatever.
0: Yeah. No. No. I agree. Um. It's 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 <laughs> cool. It's I'm glad you did that. You could have. I mean, you could have flipped it on StockX, but um, I
1: don't have boxes. Remember, so none of my stuff even
0: ah uh, matters. Nice.
1: Like Good. at the very yeah, it probably would have just gone on Grailed or
0: something. That's that's fair. Yeah, it's it, it's cool to to hear you talk about that. I think a lot of new sneakerheads are coming into the fold, and you know, as the older generation, I guess, um, maintain. I can't
1: believe we're the older generation. I know.
0: <laughs> I know. I'm like, oh god. I know. I've I've completely in the last year, I've completely come to terms with like, yep, I'm definitely over thirty now. For a little bit and you know i'd stuff retroing i'm like wow 2006 was 15 years ago <laughs> when i was now
1: that only hit me recently Yeah, i had no idea
0: <laughs> yeah i know it's hitting me pretty it's um, i it might be because i'm having a baby um, uh-huh. so like yeah in in may so it's the reality is hitting of like oh i'm going to be responsible for another adult and i'm already thinking about what kind of sneakers to, to acquire for, for little homie. But yeah, it's like, how do we maintain the balance of letting the next generation grow up with us and become a part of the culture without like keeping them out and being like the, you don't know about the history, you can't wear mids or you're wrong about the LeBrons because that was a big thing on the internet. A, a week and h- or sneaker Twitter a week and a half ago, two weeks ago was who the hell's voting Poor for
1: decision-making.
0: Yeah. Who's voting for these, for these LeBrons on the sneakers app. And, you know, I talked with it, with Ian Stonebrook a couple episodes ago and I'm like, it's the kids, the younger generation who LeBron in 2010 is for, they were like <laughs> 10 years old. Right. And they're now 20 and they want to see what the, like, you know, how we treated MJ. So, you know, how do we accommodate, but teach and, keep people away from losing their passion for sneakers and just not thinking about it from like a dollar sign perspective. It's hard.
1: <laughs> you know, uh, you know, it's crazy. So last night while I was cleaning, I came across an old book. I think it was published in 2011. It was girls got kicks that like yeah. fem- that female sneakerhead book by Lori Lobenstein sign. Uh, I'm bad at last names also, but <laughs> I was flipping through the pages and I was like 10 years ago, you know, you just like sneakers and people weren't roasting your outfits and like it wasn't about how cool your sneakers were and there was such a range there and you know there were women being featured who were wearing things that you know we'd probably clown and like I've never liked but spizikes and like other things yeah. I couldn't name. Yeah, yeah and these are all respected sneaker heads. And I think back then you had a lot more freedom to just like what you like versus today you know, you have the pressures of the internet
0: yeah. and
1: is this cool enough? Is this hype enough? How much is my shoe worth? And back then, like there wasn't a value behind what sneaker you had.
0: Yeah. And that's, that's kind of the mold I'm trying to break is, I mean, I know you like a good GR. I love a good <laughs> GR. Um, it's, it's just hard these days for people when so much of the discussion is based off what's the price point on StockX and you have this really easy thing to tell almost it almost tells people, and they feel this way, it's like, oh, the more the more this costs on StockX, the cooler it is, and the more I should feel better about myself wearing it, whereas, like, yo, it's definitely not. That's definitely not the case. Some people might feel that way, but I, I don't. Um, like, anytime we've had a member event, you know, people wear hype shit, and I'm like, sweet, nice drives, gods. But it's also... Um, Shang Go showed up in I uh, can't believe it's evading me the dad shoe the monarch he wore monarch yeah. to the event I'm like Man. I can't
1: even picture him in that
0: it was pretty funny but he <laughs> but he, here's the thing he was the only person wearing monarchs <laughs> and you know there was like two people wearing fear of god ones and with the same colorway right like if you almost if you want to be unique right now it's like pick an inline sneaker from any brand and just and just rock it
1: you know it's funny that's how i dress for events so um, i'll wear like a union one out for the grocery store and then yeah or like an off-white something and then if i have a media event or whatever a launch event i know everyone's going to show up in something crazy yeah so i always go with like my go-to is like a royal and low or like my white cement fours and super simple Yep. But I'm the only one dressed like that and I'm comfortable and like I always go for the more low key thing at those. However, I think low like royal lows are kind of rising in stock.
0: I mean, (laughs) lows, low ones and mids, in my opinion right now, I would rather see someone paying resale for a low and a mid than paying nine hundred dollars for a bread high. And it's like to your point. Just wait. The brand's gonna bring all this stuff. It's back. It's gonna come back. Like it just every four or five years. Like the Air Max 95 neons, it just came back after a couple years, and well, it was Are a those, couple
1: were, were, those were reselling, right?
0: I saw yeah. raffles,
1: and I thought that was kind of crazy.
0: It was so it was really it was for some reason really limited at stores. I'm I'm not gonna get into it too much on the on the public feed, but like I had access to a lot of pairs that were for retail. So we bought like a couple hundred pairs for members because no the store. I don't know, it was weird. Like people didn't think it was gonna succeed, so they didn't want to buy the shoe. It made no sense to me.
1: Probably because of like historically people don't rush to buy those unless they need to re-up or like are yeah. you know, yeah. devoted neon 95 fans.
0: Yeah, and I guess maybe the the combo of I mean, I don't know about you, but I bought more shoes last year than I did in 2019. I don't know what? where you where you fall on that.
1: <laughs> no i i maybe bought like 10 pairs of shoes
0: oh no yeah no 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 no, no. I, I definitely and two bought. of them
1: were the same ones
0: yeah. <laughs> by accident yeah i clearly bought too many shoes last year just to wear around the house because we're all trapped at home for dollars <laughs> it's been a, it's been an interesting year and a half for sneakers i think it's really exploded I don't know if you've noticed that, but I, I want to say since mid 2019, end of 2019, the amount of people interested in sneakers is just growing every single month.
1: Yeah, I see that. Yeah. I, I, I'm more obviously much more immersed on the in the women's space. I follow a lot more women as well. And yep. a lot more of my followers are women or the people I engage with are women. So that's. I definitely definitely see a surge in people reaching out about what I'm wearing or what I have in my closet and what I'm selling and yeah, <laughs> yeah. giving away.
0: Yeah, I've I've been seeing kind of to, <laughs> to 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 the women aspect of that. Um, the male members we have um, are reaching out like, damn, I should, you know, my lady's been interested. I've had a couple of pairs delivered and she's like, oh, that's nice. I think that's kind of the, like my wife never wore a sneaker before she met me. And now she's like, oh, what's that? Like I had to buy, I bought her some Terry Fox Adidas. um, Those, I don't know if the retros they brought back of him. She really loved them. And I'm like, oh, I bought these. You know, I told a story, Terry Fox, yada, yada. And she's like, where's my pair? And I'm like, yeah, I'll be right back. It's just, I'm waiting for the-
1: Getting one pair of something isn't hard enough.
0: Yeah, well, (laughs) you know, you gotta, I have a very simple rule um, if my wife is listening stop listening. Um, but my rule is, <laughs> is, uh, if I buy 10, she at least gets one, um, just to maintain the balance. Cause you know, you can't have all the delivery yeah. showing up at your house without taking care of, um, Taking care, of, <laughs> taking care of my lady. Um, and now, Oh man, I'm going to be a dad. Sorry. This is every time I say Aww. it on the podcast, it gets me get, or in my head, it, it gets to me.
1: You got to get those little, uh, Jordan one caught like the baby booties. They've got oh. all the color. Well, not all, but they've got breads, broils and something yeah. else right now.
0: But you it Deon drives me nuts. They're expensive. It's like, 40 like 50 U- bucks. Yeah. 40 us 50 bucks. I'm like, man, that's and like I they're bought like the, finger puppets. Like I bought tiny. one. I
1: bought a Chicago for like a friend, and I just bought one for myself too for like one day, maybe. Yeah. But I was like, do I need the others? No, <laughs> I don't want to turn my kid into my future kid I don't have yet into a I, crazy sneaker person.
0: I, yeah, I asked um I was talking to someone about kids and and sneakers, and he's like, Oh, thankfully my kids just aren't sneakers at all. And I'm over here, like, damn, I have baby Mars yard. And like, Oh I've my a, God. I've like, i bought a couple things to just, I just can't help it. Like this is the idea of, a, and they're cute.
1: They're so yeah, little. They're yeah. so cute. Yeah. Which, whatever.
0: It, yeah, which is whatever. Yeah. And they'll kinda, never
1: like break.
0: No, I mean, they're going to wear it twice. And then I don't know what yeah, I'm, I'm going to do, do Do with it after. Um But that's kind of what I've been really thinking about. What does sneakers look like? And why I'm obviously passionate about, in my opinion, trying to course correct the space is, what happens when you know you and me or we're forty or we're fifty and we're not as into sneakers as we were before? What does the culture look like in twenty years and thirty years? And it needs some it needs some guidance right now. And and it's hard with like you said, social media almost kind of telling you what's cool, even though I mean it's nice, but it's it's dictating the wrong things for us.
1: Yeah, it's just eliminating, um, you know, your own originality from. Which is the beauty of liking sneakers, right? Which is the beauty of liking anything, really. And yep. we all look the same on the internet.
0: Yep. No, I agree. And I
1: find that every, you know, I'll post, I wear a lot of GRs. So every once in a while, I'll be like, okay, fine. I got to wear something cool or something. <laughs> it, it's been Good. too long. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, look, I'm the guy who has 33 pairs of Flyknit racers. Um, I don't want anyone ever question what i actually like i love flying at racers and i'm sad that i didn't get up uh, out of the house enough last year to actually wear them um but i'm gonna pose a question to you about your favorite gr sneaker and i'll let you or not like most recent something you like to wear um while i explain mine to give you a little bit of time but the the nike air pantheon um i don't know if you've if you're familiar with that one at all
1: i think so yeah the, me...
0: yeah the pantheon came back i want to say Two years ago, um, in a bunch of colorways, um, and it was, it's like 110 bucks Canadian, 85 bucks, uh, US. I love that oh, shoe. Oh, I
1: know these, yes,
0: yeah, super comfortable, casual, cheap. My favorite just to rock, um, wherever we're, wherever we're going out. The OG colorway, if, if you're seeing it with a pink swoosh, mm-hmm. um, I think it's a beautiful shoe. And I know people will say this all the time but like if it was a collab or whatever it would sell out but like man that's a nice looking sneaker right now. Um so that's definitely my pick. Anything come to mind for you?
1: I mean I couldn't pi- I couldn't pick just one but my most recent favorite GR that literally no one cares about is the OG women's Jordan. Mm, uh, yeah. I I like to be fully honest I didn't even know about them before they came out. Uh, last year. So when I saw them, I was like, oh, these are crazy. So I think they were Cheryl Swoops. Um, They released with Cheryl Swoops um, originally. And I love them so much. Super, like that was the shoe I packed for All-Star Weekend. (laughs)
0: Nice. Yeah. Oh, was that the one that. um... So Melody
1: Asani uh, collaborated on that shoe in black and red. Yep, And that was the cool one. But Mine is just like white, black. I wanted to get it in different colors, but I'm trying to keep my collection down. I cut it down to under a hundred. So you're under
0: a hundred. How'd you do that? Uh,
1: I purge <laughs> a lot. I purge all the time. So it's like ongoing. So it, mm. it's not like I cut 200 last week. It's right. a, a constant work in progress.
0: I'm Yeah. I managed to, um, to convince my wife, of my rule and my rule is i have my off i'm downstairs i work in the office and i have a room for sneakers so it's like a kid's size bedroom and i said as many sneakers as i can fit on here on racks in the wall is what i'll own um i've been pushing that to the brinks and adding racks in different places and she'll come downstairs she'll be like what something looks different in here and i'm like just keep." keep walking. Don't look into this. So my number is like 300 right now, but my rule is yeah. basically one in one out. If I can't display it on the rack, I shouldn't own it. So I'm always kind of going through things, um, trying to decide like what means the most to me that I want to keep it for potentially ever.
1: It's crazy because the stuff that falls under that category for me mm-hmm. are like not valuable to anyone else. No, so same, like I'd rather keep a lot of GRs that I have than I've, you know, then my off-white, like my two pairs of off-whites or whatever. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And it's, and it's hard. That's a part of it. It's like, it's hard sometimes to let go of, of the hype stuff. Cause it's, you know, it was hard to get or limited, but then, you know, there's times when you'll buy something or at least I will, I don't know about you, but like, I bought things where the, the thrill of the chase and the excitement and the energy around the release is what was more of a driving factor to wanting it versus like my genuine love for it. So, you know, six months will pass by and I look at it and be like, uh, I don't really care about this, but then i again I'll pull up that 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 Pantheon or um the Skylons and I'll be like, damn, I love this shoe way much more. And and for me, it's like finding that sentimental value in sneakers that I feel like a lot of people don't have anymore. Um
1: no, but I'm finding that I have too many of those stories <laughs> attached to my shoes. So I'm like, you know what? Some there are some things that I'll just, you know, preserve the memory in my head. And I don't necessarily Mm. need to have it. I don't think I'll ever hit my goal of 20 pairs, but.
0: I don't want you to get there. I need you to have a hundred. You need to keep a hundred. It's a good number.
1: And then, well, because I I think if this was my own space Mm. or if we had a bigger space, I wouldn't be so um, adamant with that. But because we're limited in square footage, I, yeah, (laughs) I can't have sneakers on the floor. I can't have them overflowing into the hallway. It drives me crazy.
0: Yeah. No, no, I respect that. The solution is just to move to the the burbs and just get a bigger house.
1: (laughs) Yeah. We'll figure that out one day.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Not now. Um, Cool. Yeah. I, I think there's a lot of cool things, interesting things happening in sneakers right now, but we're, we're just in a little battle with the changing tides of, Who's, is this, who is what is who is a sneakerhead? What you know, what do they look like now? And you know, what is what is the culture gonna look like in, in, in 10 years? Um, I have confidence that um it'll be in a good place. Hopefully, you know, Soul Savvy were a part of that, but we shall see. We'll see. We might just be aged out at some point this is not going to be for us don't make me sad
1: we're just (laughs) going to be angry old people and I try not I try so hard not to be because my entire thing is you know wanting more women in the space so I can't be a hater and also uh advocating for that so I I have to you know check myself a lot
0: yeah yeah it's it's really it's really easy as a speaker (laughs) head now who's been around for a, a decade plus to just complain and, and hate things um, and be like, oh, I miss the old days, but the old days are gone and this is what it is now. So how can we be a part of making it really enjoyable for, for that new generation? You know.
1: Speaking of old days, I yeah. just told a story to a friend and he had no idea about this, but maybe you will because you're Canadian also. But <laughs> yeah. for the 09 Space Jams, or like back in the day, so I yeah. guess the 09, 08, you could pre-order your Jordans. Through through Foot Locker.
0: No. Like through a oh, through, sh- through, through what? Like a, like a book?
1: Oh my God. This is the most this is the most like made up sounding story of all time. But no, I'm listening. I'm very I used to tempted. work at Foot Locker and I don't know if this I don't know if I'm just like baiting out my entire scene, but <laughs> we used to like pre-sell Jordans and you would basically uh, charge the amount plus tax onto a gift card and then yeah. reserve that pair on release. And like, it didn't happen a lot. And like, not, I guess not that, not too many people knew about it. I think a lot of employees knew.
0: Interesting. Like,
1: yeah. So when the space 09 space jams came out, I wasn't working there anymore. Yeah. And I had, <laughs> I was so eager to get them that in September I showed up to pre-order my space jams yeah. three months early that's dope. And this person was like, um, okay, sh- charged me on a gift card and just took out a blank piece of paper, wrote my name, <laughs> my size, and my phone number. And I walked out like, man, I hope I get my Jordans in December.
0: Did you get them? <laughs> yeah. Oh, wow. Well, that's, a, that's honor right there. I mean, So I just- still have them. Wow.
1: But. Now that I tell, like, I told the story to, have, like, it was for another. I think
0: that's like, an. an you're really in the end. Like, you worked. A, like, I don't think a lot of people know that was an option. Of Could you? <laughs> well, like. Could you imagine if you could do that right now? Well, but
1: after that, then there was a whole, like, um, Chris Brown song where he was like, you're like Jordan's on a Saturday. So, you know, the whole lineup thing became a lot more popular. Mm-hmm. So 10 years ago, you could just buy Jordan's.
0: Yeah, I but think that's... like
1: the year after that, it got really crazy. But
0: oh yeah, definitely that that early 2010s, I think yeah. was was a, a defining shift for the culture. And then I want to say like 2017 was that the first off white or 2016 somewhere in that range after the off white 10, yeah 17. So that was like the 10 stock and Go were really like players. I think that was another big shift for the for the sneaker industry. Here's to 2021 being another shift of in a positive direction. Right now,
1: I think right now we're shifting to archive sneakers just because yeah. of who's, you know, dictating trends. It's like a lot of mood board pages. Mm. I just went back to Hiddens Instagram and um, on the linen fours, the comments are all like, what are these? What are these? What are these? Are
0: you serious? I have to, I'm pulling this up right now. <laughs> <laughs> That's the thing is like so many people are coming into into this they just don't know right whether they're a year old not a year old but a year into the kind of the culture of being around sneakers they just they have no awareness and how do you find out about the old and the new and keep track of it it's it's instagram for a lot of people right now
1: and with any and as with anything that's related to hobbies money is often the biggest player
0: yep definitely definitely um it's going to be an interesting couple of years um, maybe we'll we'll listen back to this and 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 have another discussion just to see what happens in a year from now um, around sneakers like what's going to be the next hottest thing the trend how how much are people going to follow resale? is resale going to go down dunks yada i have a lot of a lot of questions the dunks the dunk thing is hilarious <laughs>
1: that's yeah, a whole you, that's
0: a whole other conversation yeah yeah, well, yeah you've I mean yeah you've been around for the days of like literally no one caring to all of a sudden all everyone well, wants is dunks
1: well okay so I guess dunks had a really bit well when I I was in, I was in high school early 2000s um when dunks I guess that was another wind of dunks mm-hmm. and um that was actually a really good era but I never got into SB's because I felt like there was a lot of um how do I put this like it was like very much for skaters and oh, yeah. you know they the skater skateboarding community was very much like you're a poser if you don't yeah. <laughs> if you're wearing us and you know a lot of people don't care about that but I was yeah. like super self-conscious I was like okay I'll never touch them I don't I don't
0: yeah. know <laughs> <laughs> Yeah see I, I I've never been into dunks. Uh, i still don't care about dunks. Well, I'll buy an interesting, uh, like the Shashiko dunks that came out, the SBs. Um, I thought those were so cool that I bought yeah. those because like the stitch swoosh, but overall, like it doesn't, doesn't drive me. Um, Cause I was never a skater. I was a basketball player. Like,
1: yeah, that's why I, I ran, Jordan, right? Jordan's, Jordan's the only Nike's. thing I feel comfortable. Yeah. Confident. Like, all right, if we have to, if we have to, you know, play for this i at least can prove myself yeah i'm not gonna do a kickflip or whatever skateboard
0: (laughs) yeah if someone challenges me to prove my authenticity within the culture i'm just gonna go shoot a basketball instead because i can't skate (laughs) yeah um anyways cool thanks thanks for taking the time out of your day to kind of hop on and and chat with us about it i hope everyone enjoyed listening and I, i think we kept uh the we didn't get too old guarded sneakery talk on this but um Hopefully it challenges people to think a little bit around like, what are they actually like and why and branch out. Um, It's something that we're going to do from an editorial perspective this year is put a focus on these GR sneakers and and tell those stories. People know why like the OG women's or or the Pantheon, whatever comes out from this year from the brands. um, I think it deserves some more shine.
1: Yeah. And you know what? I think that might be the next thing. Mm -hmm. Or at least like archive GS shoes, which...
0: I could, I mean, look, I would not be surprised one bit if the, the cool culture, whatever dictates the cool right now did a a 360 on, yeah, no, the hypes, whatever that's hype. People can buy that. I'm going to buy cool, interesting sneakers. Then being in the know of what they are and like, oh shit, that person knows what, you know. Um,
1: Yeah. Like Air Max 360s or something.
0: (laughs) Yeah. I saw something today. Um, on the Instagram timeline, I can't even remember. It was an Air Max model um, that I'm not familiar with, but I saw a couple people getting geeked out about it, and I'm like, "Oh, hey, that's I should cool. Know, I should know about this. That looks interesting, and, and piquing my curiosity. So, fun times ahead. Um, I think if we are um, if we're pushing forward what we're doing creatively, as you know, you individually, us as a company, I think it'll be good for the culture. So. I'll leave it
1: at that. Yeah. Soul savvy. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. I will leave it at that. Thanks again for hopping on, and I appreciate everyone for listening.